science and technology. Hello and welcome to episode 31.1 of uh, the Tech Garage. <laughs> I'm Matt Bond. And I'm Zach Teamy. Uh, you might find yourself asking right now, 31.1? How did we get there? How does that even happen? Can you have um, iterations of a podcast? The simple answer is yes. It's our point release. Yeah, so uh, with the new gear that we got, I tried to be a little bit too tricky and ended up cutting out about mm, half the podcast last week. At random intervals. At random intervals, yes. So uh, to figure out what we actually had, what it was, was way too much work. So we decided to uh, increment a minor version number and redeploy the podcast. Yep, so if you were anxiously waiting for the uh, 31 episode to come out, and we were like, man, these guys, they put out one episode, and then a week later, they, they can't even deliver the next one. Uh, that's why we're delayed a week. Yeah, we, we had to uh, slip the release just the tiniest bit. Yeah, somehow, I don't think anybody's going to notice. No, and if you did, you might want to get a job, leave your mother's basement, and try and figure out how to talk to girls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Basically, that, that's the that. important takeaway. Yeah. So, what do we have on deck for today? We're going to talk one weird trick, uh, help you really understand how the internet works and what you need to do to be successful on the internet, just like us. We're going to talk about some of the games that we've been playing a lot lately, and um, the interesting aspect here is that one of these games I had absolutely no idea about um, prior to the previous try of this podcast, and now I've been playing it basically every day, so much so that my wife's ragging on me about it. And if we have time, we'll also talk a little bit about the new um, sports trackers that have come out from the Fitbit folks. Yeah. So uh, hopefully you're here listening to us because you just saw our uh, saw our ad on the on uh, your Facebook feed talking about uh, one weird, weird weird trick to and get lots of people to see your content on the internet. And by just saw it, he means like four weeks ago. Uh, well, no, no, just saw it just now. Like, like you just like saw instantaneously, it. it just happened you on their just Facebook. Saw it maybe, maybe. Within the last few minutes. And the amount of time that it took you to click the link and, and load up the podcast and then listen to our intro. Is the ad campaign still running? I'm about to run another one. Nice. Yeah. So what 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 you saw was um, a, a post that says, one weird trick to get lots of people to look at your, your internet feed, your internet content, et cetera, et cetera. And so we're going to talk about that real quick. Um, it, so I figured out how to do this on accident about a week ago. Well, about three weeks ago right. now. Um, I, I was actually posting our, our latest, um, uh, uh, episode 30 on, on our Facebook page. And, uh, as I was putting a little like, uh, Hey, we've been off for two years and blah, 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 blah. And welcome back. And good to see you. Something like that. Uh, after I, as after I put it, uh, or, or posted it, Facebook had a little link under there. I said, promote this, promote this post. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, I want to promote this post. That's a great idea. Why don't now, I do Did that? you just thumbs up our own post? Because that's kind of, uh, you know, egotistical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the idea. Uh, and I was like, hey, I wonder what, what happens if I click this and what it, what's it take me to? Um, and it took me to a uh, Facebook's advertising campaign stuff where I could uh, pay money to Facebook um, to promote it. Now, nice. I happen to have $20 credit in Facebook. And, and um, as a weird um, accident from a couple of years ago, um, I was in a fantasy football league that ended up being hosted on facebook uh, okay which is weird enough so the, yeah. the the previous like um roto league where we'd been running our facebook league uh 
they they shut down and they started hosting it all as a Facebook game. Now, it, is it safe to assume that everybody knows what fantasy football is? I'm just going to go with that for now. Okay. If, if if this was five years ago, I wouldn't. But I think at this point, everybody everybody's heard of it. You with the, things like the league and other things. You, and people, people know what Facebook is, right? I'm pretty sure we can we can skip over explaining that in further detail. Okay, good. It's a social media site. But like, what if I need help? Uh, w- let's talk afterwards. Okay. I'll, I'll good, hook good, you good. up with a. Uh, which gets your account set up and whatnot. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, the fantasy football league that I joined, which cost us twenty dollars uh, a season to play, just to you know to get in and play, like, and I was killing it. I was way ahead by like week five. I was unstoppable. Nobody was going to be able to catch me. And uh, the people that ran it was that because you were playing with deflated balls. Uh, my balls ha- have been deflated for a while. I got ah. a vasectomy about ten Ooh, years ago. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but they, the people that were running the Facebook uh, fantasy football site, shut down and they refunded us our money. But like, they didn't really fully refund the money. It just became, right. It didn't post back on your credit card. It just became credit you had in Facebook. Right. What the fuck am I going to do with credit on Facebook? Fast forward three years. Yeah, um, like four or five years. Fast forward though. And uh, all of a sudden, I got $20. The year is 2010, and I'm Matt Bond. Yeah. My failed fantasy football league is gone, but at least I can have some songs. Yeah. So uh, now, it's, uh, it's, it's years later. I'm like uh, looking at an advertising campaign on Facebook that runs for $20 a pop, and I happen to have $20 worth of credit on Facebook. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run an experiment. I'm going to like... Click the yeah, button. spend the money because I got nothing else to fucking do with it. This is tax free money, yeah. bitches. Uh, and as we got like something like twenty thousand views from uh, from from that twenty dollars, yes, uh, from random internet people, and like nine of them actually clicked the like button. Now I, I'm guessing like half, uh, like if twenty thousand people see it, like I don't know, maybe nine is just accidental that they click the button. They have to be meaning to click somewhere else on. Well, yeah, the page. that's they, they were on their yeah. iPad. Their kid was yeah. sitting on their lap, and the kid clicked the button, and yeah. now they're like on our site going, "What the shit." No, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, but the thing is, I didn't. I wasn't actually when I wrote the initial post. I wasn't doing it as sort of a to draw in. I was. I was trying to get you know our nine listeners that are following our Facebook page already. You know, Lizzie and Jason and a couple others to right. go. Oh, hey, looks like Matt and Zach put on a new podcast. Well, I should. I should see that. That was my intent. So, Interestingly enough, all the people you named, I probably texted personally to say, "Hey, we got a new podcast." Yeah. So so this week uh, we're going to put it out, and I'm going to use the you know. No internet meme of uh, one weird trick, which, by the way, is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite of all time internet memes, and it always works on me. I'm always on the verge, or um, what's that something Nova site? Oh, I, oh fuck! I don't, it's it's the the that shitty site where when you click on it, because yeah. there's an article, it takes you to a list of our the article that you want is there, but you got to click again to get yeah, into it. Yeah, and it's always stuff that you just want to know, like. Uh, the thirteen uh, hidden gems inside of the Avengers, or Scarlett pe- Johansson's going to be naked, yeah, or, or six people that could have played Superman. Like it is shit that you absolutely just want to know for no bloody reason. I saw this week earlier. I didn't click on the link, but is Christian Bale ever going to be Batman again? See, I would click on that. Right? I would actually, honestly, I would click on that twice so I can get to the actual article. Uh, but I, I, I had other stuff to do, or I would have done it. Always on that website. I'm there. I'm angry about the interface. I hate the way it navigates. And I'm like, ooh, one weird trick. What is that? I, uh, that's an ad. I haven't clicked on an internet ad in, well, since the internet. 
Right, and, and there it is calling to me, and I want to know what that trick is. I want to do it. And the one weird trick stuff always seems to be that sort of visceral stuff that everybody wants, yeah, right? It, like it's like the life hacker make your on dick crack. bigger, grow hair, lose weight. Uh, sorry, I might just be talking about myself. Well, no, it, the, the reason you saw a face there is because, interestingly, I only need one of those things. I'm going to leave it up to the audience to pick which. We'll I, vote later. Um, <laughs> but no, you're right. It's always the stuff that's like... Uh, but you've already lost weight. Yeah. Well, and you've got hair. Yeah. Oh. oh. I need more weight. It's the problem. I need it in the right spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but no, it's always something that you're like, ah, I know the answer to that is just hard work and doing the right thing. But, but what if? But what if there's a shortcut <laughs> and I could and I could just, yeah. So it turns out, though, uh, for getting traffic to your website, to your podcast, to your whatever on the Internet, there is a shortcut. Spend fucking money. Money, 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 money. Yeah. And honestly, it's not even that much money. 20 bucks a pop is, isn't that bad for 20000 Whoa, ho, ho, Mr. Moneybags well, over there. Oh, you know what I'm I saying. can fling around $20 however I... F- I know. Yeah. Um, so you can get even cheaper, though. I believe you don't you know mean cheaper. You mean more value for your money. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we haven't tried this out, and I think what I want what I want to do is after after this week's uh, campaign, we'll look at our statistics on uh, S three stats. Yep. Um, or I think you were saying that you can just see this stuff directly on Amazon now. Yeah, right? I'm going to go ahead and re up our S three stats so that we can start collecting that because they do an amazing job of providing you information, data, and uh, a nice uh, UI to look at it all in. But I'm also going to go with the free Amazon one and compare and contrast, see how they work. Maybe it's a topic for a later podcast. Yeah. So so what we're going to do after uh, after this week's advertising campaign, uh, we'll in in the next two weeks when we come back, we'll we'll give you guys a little heads up on how much traffic we saw if we saw an increase in people looking at our uh, listening to the podcast and whatnot. Um, but after that, uh, the next thing I want to do is actually do a Fiverr campaign. So now I'm positive that some folks out there haven't heard of Fiverr. Yeah. So fi- we stumbled upon Fiverr for. Um, yes, we did. We were. We. How long had we been spending trying to figure out how to make a business logo? We were on about week number four of trying to get a logo made. We'd reached out to a number of folks that had. Um, original art that we liked that we wanted to modify we yeah. tried modifying it ourselves we tried just doing our own thing then we were sitting in designs the, yeah we're sitting in uh top pot hey top pot if you want to um you know go ahead and advertise with us i will happily eat your donuts every day um but we're sitting in the top pot and i'm like is there an easier way to goddamn do this because we're never going to get the logo done if we keep at it ourselves because as much as we would like to do that it's not anything that either one of us are going to actually prioritize. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we we talked about prioritizing, and then I was reading a magazine article, and and it, the article was written by somebody who paid somebody on Fiverr to write a magazine article for them. Now let's talk about how to find Fiverr. www.fiverr.com. Yep, you forgot the HTTP colon, colon whack, whack. forward slash forward slash. Ah, that assumes that people actually know which a forward slash is versus a backslash. The one that that goes from the top right to the bottom left. I know. I, you're, you're amazed that I got well, my right. No, no. My the left problem correct, here is you're right? uh, you said that, but your hands were in the wrong order because I'm looking at you. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, uh, anyway, uh, what Fiverr is is basically uh, a, a a marketplace where people sell um, their skills for, for five dollars a pop. Right. So. You can get a logo made for $5. You can get a uh, jingle made. You can get some original art made. And, like, you can get typesetting done. You can get uh, internet uh, SEO optimization done. Yeah. Now, 
Keep and, in mind. And there's guys who will say, who will direct a bunch of traffic to your website. Correct. And with the Fiverr, it starts out, five bucks is what it costs, but then there's some additions. Like when we got our logo made, logo cost five bucks. But we wanted, uh, you know. Every format. So we every got PNG format. and the original vector art and, and everything else for another $5 or something. Yeah, I, I yeah. think all told we might have spent 15 bucks, Something like that. And the turnaround was in about three or four days. Yeah, it was pretty quick. And I got to say, so, uh, and I, I just kind of looked through the, you know, I went through um, the, the samples that were on Fiverr in yep. the marketplace. Uh, and the guy I ended up using was Biz Logos, B-I-Z-L-O-G-O-Z. Um, and I just wrote up like, hey, here's what our, here's what our company is. Here's uh, sort of just some, some info on, 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 you know, uh, what we want, but I didn't say what colors to use. Um, I didn't give him very much information. I said, just be creative and come up with something cool. Yeah, we gave him an initial idea, and he went and ran with it and did an amazing job. Yeah, I was, I was super happy with it. Yeah, it, it looked, I think it looks really good, actually. Yeah, it's one of the best logos we've ever had. Definitely the best logo we've ever had. I would say the best logo for. we've ever had. Yeah. Um, we actually are going to be reaching out to him again to get a new logo for the Tech Garage podcast. Yes, because because uh, our current logo, I don't know if you guys noticed, it's looks like pretty balls. shitty. Yeah. yeah, I think balls may actually look better. Balls like like balls, Harry, like just hanging on the face. Yeah, it would wow, look better just, than it currently yeah. is. I would, did I go too far? You've got a lot of dick talk today. You might want to get that looked at. <sighs> Sorry about that. That happens. Switch to boobs. That is so much easier to talk about. Yeah. Everybody can get behind that, even chicks. Yeah, yeah. And for our chick audiences, I totally mean liberated women, not chicks, but like chicks is easier to say. Right. You're such an asshole. Uh-huh. So uh, we're hoping that maybe any of you out there that have home businesses, like I know your wife has a purse selling business. At yeah. Least she yeah. did recently. 31. Yeah. And over the years, I've seen her try and hawk everything. If anybody wants a 31 bag, just let me know. I'll, I'll hook you up. But yeah, seriously, the one weird trick to doing this, advertise, advertise, advertise. I mean, like right now, you're looking to uh, try and send your girls to a learning adventure into Australia, right? Yeah, they're in on the people-to-people program. Have you considered using the uh, Facebook advertising for the people-to-people program so that you can help drum up some money for that one weird trick they need to I do to go but learn? that is a great idea. Yeah, because like... A $20 investment on your part can pay dividends on that. I mean, yeah. we should also look at doing that for the assorted um, benefit runs we're doing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. we've got the Columbia Center Tower Climb coming yeah. up. We've got uh, the Rock and Roll right. Vegas yeah. for uh, Crohn's and Colitis. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we could actually leverage this one weird trick on that don't just put money in our pocket, but put money in the pocket of valuable, good charities that are out there helping people. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, uh, if you're out there on the internet... Go ahead and give it a try. See if the Fiverr works for you. See if uh, Facebook ads works. I know a lot of hosting platforms give you um, credit against both Bing and Google for the same style of thing. Um, give it a shot. Let us know. Uh, you can paste, post on Facebook any comments or any suggestions you have. We actually, well, and by when I say we, I mean Matt actually checks Facebook and knows how it works. I'm familiar with the concept. I've talked to people that have even used it. It's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, one weird trick to make money or to... Uh, do get traffic on the internet. Spend money, money, money. Spend your own money to make money. Yes. I, I think it's like an advertising paradigm or something. Definitely something in business. Yeah. I think it's like something it. people said in the 30s. Yeah, the yeah. 30s. That's a solid time to uh, call back to. And it looks like we've just successfully made it past the last time where I effed up the podcast. So, yes. Nice jobs. Win for us. All right, cool. Let's talk a little bit about the games we've been playing lately. Yeah. 
So last time we tried this podcast, Matt told me about this game that was uh, called Trivia Crack. He's been playing it against one of uh, my old coworkers. Yeah. And um, there was a little bit of ego going on. Wait, so the, the funny thing was, you when I told you about it when we were doing the podcast last week, you decided to start playing it right then. Yeah, I downloaded it mid-podcast. I was like, go fuck yourself, I'm playing video games. you got games. so sucked into it that you couldn't even do the podcast anymore. For like five minutes, like well, actually, probably for like twenty minutes. Like I had to just fucking stand tape. here and riff and talk to myself while you were answering questions about the Byzantine Empire. Now, Matt's saying that like he doesn't actually enjoy standing around talking about absolutely nothing all on his own without any listeners. I, it's just I, I like to pretend Dude. that somebody's listening to me now. Oh right. So of course, the game that we were talking about is Trivia Crack. Right, Trivia Crack. So if you haven't played Trivia Crack, let me give you a quick rundown. Uh, when you first start up the game, it offers to connect up with all of the people on your Facebook um, that are also playing Trivia Crack. It lets you log in and kind of send requests to people, all things like that. And then how it goes is there are six different crowns that you can win. Uh, crowns are all different topics. You've got science, geography, sports, fucking hate sports, art, art. history, and... Uh, science, did you say? I think I said science already. Science, geography, art, history... Sports. Something else that we're forgetting about. Yeah, so they've got six. And how the game works is you get asked a question. If you answer three questions right um, across... Well, you have a little spinner you click. It tells you what topic. You answer a question on the topic. Entertainment. Entertainment. That's, that's, that's the category. It. Yeah. And so basically you challenge a friend. You click the spinner. It arbitrarily picks one of the categories for you. You answer three questions in a row. That puts you in the vicinity of getting or the opportunity to win a crown. And then you select what, uh, which of those topics you want to win a crown in. And in theory, whoever gets the most crowns first wins up to six. So Doug, your former coworker, um, yep. challenged me initially to a game of Trivia Crack. And I lost like two games. The first two games I played against him, I lost. Yeah, I'm sitting at uh, Doug and I are meeting for drinks. We're just chit-chatting. He's getting a new job. And I had just interviewed for one. And he's like, dude, Matt sucks at Trivia Crack. I am whooping his ass. So naturally, being the nice, polite, kind person I am, I look at this as an opportunity to bust Matt's balls. So, so, there's a, so there's a, here's the thing. You, you've been playing it for a, a while. Yeah. There's a random luck factor that comes in with it. Well, so um, anybody that's played a first-person shooter knows about overpowered weapons, right? Yeah. So some the the questions are not a uniform or consistent uh, difficult level. Difficulty Correct. level. Yeah, exactly. There's... You have some questions that are going to ask you uh, on the Baltimore Ravens. Is that a team? Yeah. Good are job. they baseball? Football. Football. Okay. So what was the passing yards of the Baltimore Ravens in 1997? Right. And then they'll give you like four numbers. 2001, all... 2002, 2003, or 2004. Exactly. And then they'll have a follow-up question, which is, um, or not even a follow-up, but... It, which American sports game utilizes bases? Yeah, exactly. Literally. I've, an, I've had both of those questions in front of me, and the previous one, I'm like, fuck me. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, the second one, I'm like, yes, I know sports. So if you get those occasional random uh, like ones that are just like way too fucking hard that nobody fucking knows... Uh, you go, well, I just lost my fucking turn. And I, I hit a couple of those playing against Doug those first couple of games. That yeah. said, I don't believe I've lost a single game to Doug since he talked trash. So since I've started playing, um, I've played a number of games against a number of people now. I got a text message from Doug 
a couple of days ago. Hey, so um, are you tired of beating me yet? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think I've only won like two or three games against yeah. him. But uh, So yeah. are you using the strategies that I gave you uh, at all? Uh, which strategy? was? Are you talking? So in the game, you have a number of different buffs you can employ. There's the skip the current question, blow up two of the answers, select an answer, or select an, in addition to your what first answer get a second chance right. but each or of those, extend time right and each of those has a different cost value in coins right. and you only get coins from winning games or you can purchase coins wait you can oh yeah yeah oh not on the the windows phone app. oh yeah because you have a second rate citizen oh. in the uh yeah uh, online that's interesting world. that because i couldn't figure out how they were making money yeah on my iphone like when i run out of coins it's like you ran out of coins would you like to purchase more coins Get 150 coins for five bucks or some something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. So I, I figured out the other way to make coins. So uh, in general... If you answer questions right, get new levels... Um, uh, every 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 uh, time you win a game, you get three coins. Oh, so if you just... It, you just win. You, you get just coins. win, 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 win. If you just win. so uh, Kind of like Bitcoin mining. Yeah, so <laughs> if the... Um, the problem is when you're playing against uh, people of equal or similar skill level or knowledge base as you, you're not going to win that much. Yeah, and I'm actually a little confused on how... The, so there's a level system in the game. Yeah. I'm not sure if their people selection algorithm takes into account levels because there's a number of people that I'm playing with that seem just... Um, I'm going to be a little bit egocentric here. Absolutely effing abysmal at the game. Now, yeah. they're randos that I picked early on. Yeah. So I was like a level nothing... And yeah. it's possible that after you're like, they match me up because they were also new to the game, and maybe they haven't been playing, or maybe they just suck at trivia. So they're like, maybe my level's increasing faster than theirs is. So there's a large disparity. But it seems the newer people that I've been picking up have actually been a little more, uh, not challenging per se, but there's been a couple times I thought I might lose. Yeah. So I set up a bunch of games with randoms early on, and I keep playing those same randoms and beating the shit out of them. Right. Which is basically coin mining. And then I use all of those coins when I play Justin to ensure that I always beat him. He can't figure out how the fuck I'm beating him so, like... Soundly? Sig- yeah, so, so, so consistently. Um, now, I'm not worried that Justin's listening to this podcast, but... Well, uh, his wife doesn't let him listen to podcasts. Uh, that's entirely yeah. plausible. I- unless yeah. it comes from NPR... But someday he's going to find out. That By the way, I, in, have you listened to Serial yet? Serial? Yeah. Uh, like like when you pour milk in the Rice Krispies, no, you no, can no, hear no. it talking to you? Serial. It's a podcast out by NPR, done by the same people that do uh, This American Life. It's pretty awesome. Oh, I might have to listen to that. Yeah. I, I know you're like a left-wing weirdo, so you'll probably dig it. You, I mean, you may even send him money. Yeah. yeah. You like the Rice Krispies thing, though, right? Eh. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's like the easy go. Do you know what I had to do today? So I was at the grocery store, uh, and we'll get back to games here in a second, but this is super important, at least to me. Uh, we were walking through the grocery store, me, my wife, and my kid, and we walked by the cereal aisle, and there were those bowls on the end of the aisle that have the uh, straw sticking out so you can suck the uh, milk out of the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. My wife's like... I'm laughing inside already. Yeah, she's like, what, what are those for? That's a weird cup. I'm like, uh, honey... That's a bowl. Why, why would you want a bowl with a straw in it? I, I, to drink the milk. To drink the milk out. Who puts milk in a bowl? Well, everybody that has cereal, honey, we're in the cereal aisle. Yeah? No? Oh. Okay. Cultural experience at the Fred Meyer. Wait, wait, wait. 
Um, rewind. Uh, did she not put milk in her cereal? No, she does. She oh, okay. just never, uh, like, I think, um, now, it could have been that she was paying attention to the baby or she was hungry or whatever, but it's also possible that she has no idea where we're at physically in a store and that the end caps might actually be related to the items in that aisle. I see, I see. Like the whole marketing, she doesn't recognize that she's approach. being marketed to. Correct. Yeah, I see. She's like, ah, because we were on our way to the deli. She's like, I need food. Right. Like, All right. She may have just had a focus on. Yeah, she's some, like, get me the fuck out of here. I need meat. some. Uh, I need some pizza sticks. Which, uh, so, uh, Trivia Crack is a lot of fun. Yeah. Check it out. Go uh, play it. It's, 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 it's a really good game. I, it's I like on it. all of the major devices, so Android and iPhone. And it also sounds like you can get it on the shitty second-rate devices, Windows Phone. Yes. Um, so, uh, other <laughs> That games. was not brought to you by a Microsoft employee. Yeah. Period. End of story. Uh, when we were at PAX last fall, uh, which is, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Penny Arcade, Arcade Expo. Um, I actually had to explain that the other day to a person that goes to Comic-Con. Oh, really? Yeah, they oh. never heard of it. And I was like, well, what? So it's a, Penny Arcade's a, a consumer um, convention for, for the video game in- industry. It's basically marketing of the video in- industry. It happens to be in Seattle every September, right around Labor Day. And as well as like Boston and Australia, right? Yeah, so they've expanded. Uh, to, a few years ago, they expanded to Australia. Uh, sorry, to Boston, then Australia. And then this year, they've extend, expanded into uh, um, whatever that cool city is down in Texas. Austin. Austin. Yeah, so they, they're doing Austin. In fact, they're doing it right now. Oh, that would be fun. We should go to the Austin one, that one would, year. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, so it's a four-day convention, um, and we went last year. And uh, we should have done a podcast from there, but we will this year. Yep, now that we have, or, well, we're, now that we're this close to, again. we can do our remote podcast now much easier than we used to. Um, so one of the cool games that I saw there was a game called Duet, uh, which is a simple, like, you know, it's, it's designed for um, more of a casual game for phones or, or tablets or whatnot. Right. Um, and it's just two spinny balls. So two balls, they're locked into a circle. If you press um, the left side of your uh, of your display, they spin clockwise. If you spin, press the rock, right side, they spin counterclockwise. And then obstacles come down, and you have to kind of spin them around the obstacles. And if they hit it, they explode, and you start over. Yep. I played it in the Indie Expo. It was an awesome game. Strangely, it took a lot more thinking than it seemed at first, because you're like, oh, how hard can this be? And they're like, oh, crap. Yeah. And I'd completely forgot about it until I, I stumbled upon it in the marketplace last week. And I was like, oh, hey, I remember this game. And it wasn't out when uh, when we saw the demo of it in, at, at PAX. And so I was like, oh, hey, let me get this game. And I've been addictively playing it like off and on for the last uh, couple of weeks now. It's a great game. You should, so I, I also highly recommend that, especially since it's an indie game. I, I like, yeah. I like uh, getting the small developers a little, uh, little something. It's on my to-download list. In fact, I will download it after this. I've gone through recently and started kind of cleaning up and getting rid of all the games that I don't play and just keeping the ones that I do. And do it, I remember being super fun. So it'll be another download and uh, go out. Interestingly enough, I struck on a new game in the last week or two called Shadowmatic. Now, Shadowmatic is an awesome game. Uh, I'm not a big fan of any game that actually takes a lot of uh, focused time on it. Uh, so it's I'm totally a casual gamer. Shadowmatic hits somewhere between the I need to think a lot, but I can also play a level in about three minutes. Okay. The central idea behind the um, game is you have a wall, and you have a 3D floaty object that you have to spin around, rotate, move around, and it goes from anywhere from one object to multiple objects. And then there's a light source. The light source shines against the uh, 
object and puts a shadow on the wall. And you have to manipulate the object so that the shadow makes a shape. Oh, I've seen like uh, people do art with that kind of stuff where yeah. they have a pile of garbage and then they make it, the shadow look like it's a rose or some shit. Yeah, and it is super awesome. Like uh, as I've been playing through it, they have different uh, um, kind of themes. Like one of the themes was a kid's room. One of the themes is nautical. One of the themes is scientific. So as you're working through, oh, there was a whole theme on animals. So as you're playing through, you're like, okay, I'm in a nautical theme and I have these two floaty objects that I need to uh, reorient in space, spin around, move up or down, rotate, whatever needs to happen in order to make a, uh, a shadow on the wall that looks realistic. Now, when I was first reading about it, um, and you know, before I went and spent my huge investment for the game, I, cents. I might have been three whole dollars. Yeah. I don't remember. But uh, it, for me, because like, when it comes to games, I find that maybe I'll play them for 20 minutes or so and then be done with them. So it's kind of like, eh, is there a free version I can play and just try out and see? Like, Trivia Crack, for instance, I started out with the free version, and then was like, I am sick and tired of these ads popping up every 40 seconds. So, you know, upgraded. But, excuse me, with uh, Shadowmatic, I was like, ah, I'm just going to do it. But the big concern I had was that spinning objects in 3D, moving them in relation to one another, and shifting them around in relation to the light source, can actually be kind of difficult to do, right? Yeah. So how do you know if you're getting close? Because I, I imagine... You've played levels on Halo. Like, remember the first Halo, that level with the little uh, uh, heads that ran around and exploded out of the big bodies and they ran around? The, sw- the flood. The flood, yeah. yeah. That level was miserably annoying and it was difficult to get through. And Like, on the initial, when they first, when you first found the flood down in the... Yeah. Uh, I, I just replayed that game last month, so I'm, I'm yeah. fairly... I spent... I can't even tell you how many hours on that because I couldn't make it far enough to get anywhere and I'd get confused where I was going. Uh, yeah, there's some confusing parts trying to get back out where uh, yeah. Yeah, even playing through again recently I ran into some problems right there. Yeah, and that, that's just uh, an opportunity for improvement on game design, right? So I'm yeah. like, I, I have to imagine in my head that there's a similar problem when you're manipulating objects in 3D to cast a shadow, right? Because yeah. that's, not, that's not an activity that we do on a regular basis. Yep. But they actually have a really cool... Um, uh, Mechanic? device or mechanic in the game, which is they have five uh, little dots at the bottom of the screen, and the dots will start to glow, um, you know, one at a time as you move and orient things in the right direction. Uh, so it's kind of a, a tip of, hey, you're getting closer. Correct. Yeah. And it works really well, because there's been times where I'm like, uh, I, I know what the shape is, but I can't get the shape just right, because like, I was trying to make an hourglass the other day, and it doesn't sound hard, but to get all of the lines to line up right, to get it all to sort out, it was actually kind of difficult. And so I stopped looking at the shadow on the wall and just started looking at the uh, glowy dots and shifting it in proportion until my dots went the right way. Right, And right. ta-da, I was done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Shadowmatic, awesome game. I've been playing it uh, basically interchangeably between Trivia Crack and Shadowmatic. Nice. Um, depending on uh, you know what I, how much time I have or if I actually feel like trying to hope and pray that I don't get a sports or geography question. <laughs> So, um, do we as we move on to the next topic? Do we want to um, do we want to talk about the new Fitbits, or do we want to leave that for our next podcast that we're and our next podcast series that we're starting up on health and fitness? So, let's talk about the Fitbits from our current uh, technology perspective. Yeah, but let's take a sideways little uh, jaunt and talk about the new podcast that we're endeavoring on. Yeah. So, so Zach and I have both been uh, working on our, our health and fitness levels over the last uh, year or so. Uh, we ran in the uh, Vegas half marathon last last winter, um, and well, Zach lost a bunch of weight. I'm still a fat tubby 
uh, piece of shit. Well, like to be clear, I was push like uh, I am a small form factor person. I'm about uh, well, if you ask my buddy Kevin, I'm five nine. If you ask anybody that actually has a measuring like tape, five, I'm six, about right? five six seven ish yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah, uh, I seem to be shrinking, but I was pushing uh, what one seventy, which is pretty tubby for a yeah, guy my yeah. size. So I lost about thirty pounds right before we did the Vegas half. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it made the half a lot easier. Yeah, and meanwhile, I'm about six two and uh, like pushing two eighty. And I didn't really lose any weight to run the half marathon, which didn't particularly make it any easier. Right. And interestingly enough, while we were going through that time, I was studying a lot of, you know, how to run better, how to lose weight, how to eat healthy, all that kind of stuff. And every time I would go to the Internet, I'm looking at a guy who is uh, probably 5'9", maybe a buck 40 with rippling fucking abs. And, like, he's got uh, biceps bigger than my thighs, right? Yeah. Yeah. it makes it difficult for me as a person to, uh, you know, I, the delta between me and him was just too big, and I had a hard time relating and or even thinking, hey, I can get there. Yeah. So so we're going to be doing a, a podcast where we're talking about our own fitness goals and, and how we're working towards achieving them, um, but as, as just kind of normal people. normal people, not somebody um, that spends six hours a day in the gym because... Last I checked, both of us have full time jobs. We've got families. We've got other things going on in our like uh, other things going on in our lives that take us out of being able to uh, you know pull a all day at the gym and you know make sure we're eating all the right yeah. things. And, and we do kind of between the two of us cover a fairly wide range of body types um, between the larger form factor and the smaller form factor. What so. Matt's trying to politely say is, I have a chick's body. And he has a dude's. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bigger than most dudes, though. So. Um, We'll, we'll be going over that, and we'll talk about, and it'll give us a sort of an opportunity to like sort of do like a, a, a regular weigh-in, and and hey, here's how many calories I'm eating, and then here's what's work, and then we'll probably pull back into some of the tech stuff and talk about like yeah, um, what we're what we're using for tracking our fitness and and websites or, or gadgets and whatnot that we're using. Yeah, and basically it's just to provide a uh, site that normal people can go th- go to. They can look at us and go, wow, that if they can do it, fuck, I'm set without a problem. Yeah. So uh, one of the tools, though, for, for getting in shape that, that's been uh, really popular lately is wearables. Um, and yep, I, I there's think... the uh, Fitbit wearables. They have a number of different devices. They have ones on your wrist, ones you can just strap to your pocket. They've got uh, things that go on your zipper. You've got the Microsoft Band. Uh, I don't have one. Well, but, I mean, but it it's, exists. It's, it's out there. There's the uh, Nike... Uh, What's the Nike one called all of a sudden? Uh, the fuel. The Nike, Nike fuel, fuel band. band. There's a There's, ton of GPS watches out there. Yeah, we've, we've got a couple of them there. The, yeah, there are ton, literally tons of devices out there that will measure steps, speed, uh, distance. Even the Apple Watch, which is coming out, um, has all those kinds of things integrated into it. So the so that said, uh, the two big ones that have come out recently, the Microsoft Band and then the new Fitbit Surge. Um, both incorporate um, sort of the 24 by 7 uh, heart rate monitor. Right. Uh, and the heart rate monitoring is something that's actually relatively new. I remember not even like three or four years ago reading an article of optical heart rate monitoring and thinking, wow, it's going to be forever until that shows up. Yeah, yeah. It's not been that long. And like both the Microsoft Band and the uh, Fitbit Surge as well as the Fitbit Charge and the new Apple Watch all have it integrated. Yeah, so I, I I haven't like pulled the bu- bullet uh, haven't pulled the trigger yet, 
But uh, I think I'm probably going to be getting a Fitbit surge sometime in the near future. Um, And I know that you're probably going to be getting an Apple Watch. Yeah. I mean, unless unless the world ends first. And based off of some of uh, you know some very good uh, data that I have, the world will be ending in uh, September of 2015. Oh well, so. we better get this done fast. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to get on it. Uh, but yeah, I'll be buying an Apple Watch here when they come out, hopefully in March. That's what the internet seems to believe. But I actually, if I wasn't going to be buying an Apple Watch, I would already have a surge. Um, I had the Fitbit Force, um, and it was an awesome device. I loved it. The uh, Surge seems like kind of the grown-up version of the Fitbit Force. Right, because it's got a watch on it. It's it's tracking GPS location. It does so you notifications get... from your phone. Yeah. It is just, a, and it's a very sleek, and I had a chance to get hands-on with one of these uh, back shortly before Christmas, and it was actually a really nice device. It didn't feel big and clunky. Like, when you look at a lot of the wearables out there, um, and actually, I'm going to go ahead and put... Uh, I'm going to set the Microsoft Band in a separate group. But uh, there's a lot of the wearables that feel a little bulky and kind of dorky, right? Yeah. Like my uh, Nike Fuel Band. Mm. I wore it for a long time, but it was a little on the too big side. Yeah, even my the, the TomTom watch that we both have, yeah. which I like the functionality of it, but I can't wear it day-to-day because it's just not comfortable enough. Right. But uh, both the, uh, the if you look at both the Microsoft Band and the Fitbit Surge, uh, they both are actually pretty nice devices. I've got a couple of buddies that have the Microsoft Band, and when I was looking at pictures of it, I was like, oh, my God, that is a huge, like, clunky, unwieldy thing. But when you actually wear it, it's not bad. Yeah, it, I, It's pretty svelte. It works really well. Um, yeah, I've seen people in person wearing it, and it doesn't look that clunky. Not, not it is, is like the promotional pictures that they show when it's just yeah. sitting by itself, it looks a little clunky. But on someone, it looks normal. Yeah, and uh, so I've played with them. They're fun and interesting. The folks that I know that have them are super satisfied with them. They're, like, stoked. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those are good. But the uh, Fitbit Surges are even a little thinner than that and even a little more svelte. Like, they really don't have to worry about any of the LCD stuff. They have just a grayscale, so it gets better battery life. It is a lot... Uh, it's just kind of a simpler device. I don't know about you, but as I've been getting older... Uh, the more things my device does, the kind of more frustrated I get by it because I have to do more machinations. Yeah, So, and the two big differentiators for me between the Microsoft Watch and the Fitbit Surge on the, on the reviews and the technology side, one is the waterproofness. So the Fitbit Surge is, um, while not completely waterproof, it's water-resistant to a few um, atmospheres. You know, atmospheres or somewhere, you know, you can get down to 10 meters or something. Uh, whereas the fit, the Microsoft Watch, they don't even recommend you wear it in the shower. Right. Which and means I'm just going to ruin it right away. Basically. I mean, there's been times where we've been out training for half marathons, and it has been literally just pissing down buckets of rain. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been out. Um, I almost ruined a phone having it in my jacket pocket, uh, listening to music with it a couple of years ago, rain, running during a rainstorm. So yeah. for, for me personally, I need things to be at least water-resistant. Yeah, because we, we live in the Pacific Northwest. It's very likely that it could be uh, clear after mile number one, and then miles two through five are yeah. just buckets and buckets yeah. of rain. Plus, I sweat like crazy. I don't know. You've probably noticed. With yeah, my yeah, I, I could tell. Stuff that I get a little bit wet. Uh, and then the other thing is the battery life. I think the... Wait, wait. Did you just admit to getting wet playing racquetball? I, I did. <laughs> uh, you might want to have that checked. Yeah. Uh, um. 
the the battery life differentiation. So I think the the battery life timeline on the the Microsoft and I, I might be off on this, but it's around two days. Yeah. Whereas the Fitbit's pushing for like five to six days. So that's yeah. just like how often you have you know, to stop using it. I've honestly, and this is just kind of a statement on how far battery technologies come. I've largely, for my devices, taken battery life off the uh, differentiators list because I'm fairly used to plugging in my phone every night. Now, my phone can go two days unless I turn on the Link client, like yeah. Microsoft Link, in yeah. which case my phone lasts about an hour and a half. Uh, but every other device, my phone can last about two days, but I still plug it in every night when I get home just to be sure. Yeah, yeah. I, on a phone, I agree. I think on a wearable device, particularly something that's designed to do sleep tracking... Um, I would like to only be able to charge it once a week or so. Because, and and that makes that, sense. That, that time where I'm not then gathering data about what I'm doing. So what's your, uh, let's talk sleep tracking a little bit. Over the years, I have owned a number of different sleep tracking devices. I had, oh, I can't even remember what they were now. I Had we prepped for this, this would have been awesome. Yeah. But I mean, I definitely had the Fitbit Force. I've had, Did I mean, you have, I have the a, Fitbit Flex also? I have a Flex right now. I had, even before that, uh, before the, there was a Kickstarter, there were still some other sites out there that had devices. And did your Nike Fuel Band also? My Nike Fuel Band didn't do sleep tracking, but I did have like two or three. Like I had a watch. Like it was a nighttime watch, and it was the most big, gaudy, awful thing ever um, that did sleep track because I was having like sleeping problems. So I thought, eh, let me start tracking and see what's going on. Yeah. Then I had another one that only paired with Android, and that was fine. But So the only device that I had that's done any sleep tracking has been the um, Fitbit Flex. And I used it for about three months. Mine's mm-hmm. kind of flaked out, so I haven't used it recently. Right. Um, but it, um, I did find the data interesting and useful. Now, the, the only thing I really took out of it was when I'm exercising every day, you um, sleep I sleep better, which seems a little bit obvious, but um, not yeah. everybody clues into that. That was... Uh, so I had... Let me see. I was wearing the Flex a lot when... In the first couple months of my baby's life, where I had to get up like a couple times a night because we had to give her medicine and la la la. Yeah. And it always struck me as odd that I would literally get up for about 15 to 20 minutes every night, like wake up, walk upstairs, take care of the baby. And invariably in that time, it would still show me as sleeping. Yeah. It's like, ah, I think your like algorithm for motion is a little busted here, guys. Yeah. But uh, in contrast to that, my. Uh, force seemed actually to be pretty solid it did a, a really good job of noticing when i wasn't moving and uh, being just generally awesomer yeah and i know on the on the flex you had to do the you had to tap it like five times to make it know that you were supposed to be sleeping or not the newer devices i've read which i haven't had the chance to try yet obviously um, are supposed to be a little better at automatically identifying that so the one thing that i will say or actually, there's a number of things that made my uh, force better than my flex like the fact that it could recognize when i was going up and down stairs but the buttons on my force i just loved them because on my flex i regularly had the problem where i'm out on my bike you know riding and you go over and all of a sudden your flex thinks you're sleeping i i had that on just day-to-day stuff of of just wandering or i i would just like smack my thumb against it because i was bored and i'd be like hey why'd that buzz and oh my god it thinks i'm sleeping now yeah uh my flex i just had to press some buttons and it would or I'm sorry, my force, it, was, it actually took a button press to say, like, I think I had to press and hold for five seconds, and then it would know I'm sleeping, or, you know, getting ready to go to bed. Yeah. But that works better than the tap, 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 tap. 
The I, tapping I, on honestly, the flex annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah, I would prefer, though, that it just goes, hey, this motherfucker's not moving. I'm guessing he's asleep. That seems like yeah. a better way to do it. Uh, it. So one of the things that I actually think is kind of cool is um, I use Strava, which is a uh, online website for tracking your running. It also tracks your biking. Or swimming or, or I think anything. Yeah, it, it'll do a lot of different stuff for you. Uh, the Strava running app has built-in recognition of when you're running. So for those of you that run regularly, you know that occasionally you have to stop because you can't just sprint across the road because there's cars or something in the way. Meh. But if you... Yes. <laughs> See, and this is the difference between being a 6'2 guy and a 5'7 guy. Yeah. Um, people don't even see my I ass and run five, me the six. fuck down. 5'6 to 5'7, <laughs> depending on the day. Yeah. Um, if I wear the right heels, I can get all the way up to 5'7 and 3 quarters. Uh, it also is weird because my doctors measure me both at 5'7 and 5'6, so I don't know like what's going on so with the scale. So it depends on if you're wearing there. shoes or not? No. Both the times there was no shoes, and I was like, well, you, I am not sure why I'm here, doc. So, so is it annoying when I wear my boots that give me an extra inch? No, because I've realized this because I'm a grown-ass it. person. Nobody actually notices how tall you are anymore. The ah, only person that knows that is you. Right, right, right. Like I've actually had the conversation with people when like we say something, like when you and I are standing next to each other, and I'm like, Holy shit, you're short. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I've been this way for like as long as you've known me, right? right? It just like, tends to like be a little more obvious when I'm standing next to you. Right. It's just so like it was one of the first indicators like 15, 20 years ago that people don't actually notice that shit, right? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, the Strava running app. It uh, so I'm a little bit of a stats nerd, and when I'm waiting for a light. If I'm wearing my running watch, I have to make sure that I keep running, even if I have to turn the other way and go back and come back, because otherwise my like uh, pace will be off and I'll slow down ah, for that right, mile. Right. Because I want to make sure it's right. The Strava running app on my iPhone actually goes, oh, whoa, whoa, hold on, you're pa- We're gonna pause the run here, so this time while you're standing at the light isn't counted against your average time. Because, like, when I was training for the Vegas half, I had workouts that had like time requirements that had, you know decreasing time spent on miles, so I had to make sure that my right. eighth mile was faster than my seventh mile, which was faster than my sixth mile. Uh, and so, like, if I have to stop because of some bullshit reason, like, a car was going to run my ass down, that's really annoying, and it fucks up my data. So yeah. uh, it's nice that the Strava people were kind enough to uh, recognize that and clean it up for me, which is kind of the same thing you're talking about on the uh, watches. They're like, uh, this motherfucker hasn't moved in 20 minutes. I'm pretty sure he's asleep or dead. Yeah, it two. shouldn't be that hard to figure out. No. So um, one thing that we didn't actually talk about in the show prep that I think I'd like to talk about today is the Amazon Echo. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, actually, and uh, I, th- I think that was what prompted me to uh, say, hey, you want to do a podcast today? In- invariably. So I got my Echo this morning. Yeah. Uh. It's no secret that I'm a super huge fan of Amazon. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. No, None of the listeners are like falling out of their seats right now. But Amazon announced uh, a number of months ago the Echo, which is a, think of Echo, it as a Bluetooth Echo. speaker that or a wireless speaker that you can talk to like it's Siri. So you can say, Alexa, that's what you call it, play Prime Music. And it'll go arbitrarily select a bunch of prime music and play it for you. Yeah, it seems like it's about the uh, size and shape of a giant pop can, like, like yeah. about twice the height of a of a 
soda can. And probably twice the diameter. Yeah, so you take the scale and just blow it out. Yeah, it's it's a really nice-looking device. It's very clean-looking. It's very small. Like, it's a good size. It's not... I like it. Across the top is a ring of lights. It has amazing sound, honestly. Yeah. Like You gave me that demo when we when I walked in the house today, and I was really impressed at how good that sounded. Yeah. I was... Uh, just kind of walking through some scenarios that I played with today, like when I first installed it, I was sitting right next to it, and I'm like, Alexa, play music. Or Alexa, give me my flash report. Now, the flash report's kind of slick, actually. What, what's the flash report? So you can say, I care about NPR news, I care about technology, I care about business, I care about finance. And then what it does is it goes ahead and aggregates all that data. For the NPR news, it'll just play the NPR news segment for you. If it's uh, for the entertainment stuff or the science stuff, it'll actually read articles that it's found on the internet that are interesting. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And as it's going through, you can just listen to it. It'll tell you the weather. It'll tell you a bunch of stuff. And if you aren't necessarily interested in the thing that it's talking about right now, you're just like, Alexa, next. And it'll jump right to the next uh, article. Wicked awesome. But uh, the thing that really matters for me is, you know, I've got Siri on my iPhone, and Siri works... uh, Pretty good, actually. I mean, she's not bad. But there are cases where Siri doesn't work for shit. Yeah. Uh, When, like, say, anything else is going on around me. Today, I'm standing in the kitchen uh, about, how far would you say it is from where the uh, um, Echo is right now to about halfway down the hallway? Oh, probably 15 15 to 20 20 feet. feet, Okay. So I'm 15 to 20 feet away, down a hallway. My wife's doing dishes, my kid's screaming in the room, and I'm like, Alexa, stop. From like and and I wasn't even that loud, I was just like normal talking voice. Yeah. She stopped playing music. Just like that. So um and I wanna I wanna talk about the Xbox One microphone here in a minute. Um but like just by playing with it today, how many commands do you think you gave it and what was the success rate? So the uh Let's talk about some of the things you can do. She can search Wikipedia. I'm calling it she because her name's Alexa. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, she seems to respond with a female voice also. Yeah, she has a female voice. She can play Prime Music. She can play iHeartRadio. She can add stuff to to-do lists. She can, can you rename her to Alex, though, and have her <laughs> respond with a male voice? I do not know. I haven't I'm actually tried I'm just wondering that for any of our lonely female listeners out there. It's possible. Like a, you know, thing. Uh, but, like, you can do to-do lists. You can do uh, shopping lists. Keep you can their cat's company. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can do a lot of things with Alexa, like basically anything that you could do with Siri. Uh, so I have had a few things that didn't work out. Excuse me. I asked her to play one of my Amazon Prime playlists, and she told me she couldn't. Huh. Uh, I'm, and she repeated back to me what I'd said, so it was clear that she'd heard me. Oh, so she heard you right. She just couldn't play that playlist. Right. Okay. I don't know how that happened. Now, there was a couple of other times where I've got a playlist called uh, What What. What? Yeah. It's got, uh, I believe... Oh, the what's who? that? No, <laughs> no, like it's the, the guy that and, we saw uh, at, in Vegas. Macklemore? Macklemore. Uh, oh. It's got Thrift Shop. Right, right, because it's all like, what, what? Yeah, so it's got Thrift Shop. It's got that uh, super popular Andre 3000 song. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, Shake It Like a Polary Picture. Yeah. So for those of you playing at home that don't have corporate jobs, you may not realize corporate jobs can be sucky sometimes. What? 
and you have bullshit work that you need to do, but it's horrible to do, and you feel like you're dying inside when you do it. What? What? So uh, I have found that if I've got either Macklemore uh, Thrift Shop or Andre 3000 Shake It Like a Player Picture playing, I can work through most anything. That's funny because our boss came into my office this week while I was listening to Rage Against the Machine at volume like 10. It was like, <laughs> uh, you okay, dude? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's like uh, she misheard me on that a couple times, uh, which kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, what is not a really great word. Right. And I asked her when Benjamin Franklin was the president of the United States of America. Okay. Just to see what she'd do. Yeah. Uh, now, she does have the ability to go read um, Wikipedia okay. and tell you information off of Wikipedia. She'll read it to you. Uh, there's even integration with your fire, so it will send additional, or she will send additional data to your fire, so you have uh, articles and other whatnot pop up. What if I have a fire phone? I mean, if I'm in that like really like if, small, small, super small If you're one of the few people that hasn't bought a Windows phone and or BlackBerry and ended up with a fire phone, right. probably would work as well. Okay, just curious. Yeah. Um, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, not everything's a win. Eh, yeah. But what what I will say is, so far, the Echo has been pretty awesome. I, I'm, like, really digging it. I'm probably going to bring it into the office. Yeah. Uh, they, so, oh, so so what do you think the percentage, or her hit rate of, of getting, oh, like, doing what you want? Oh, I want to say it's a... Now, granted, we're talking a small sample set of only about right. uh, 30 or 40 commands. Uh, she failed, like, two or three of them. So we're talking about 87-ish percent. Right. You just did that math in your head. Yeah. Uh, that, that's <laughs> actually... Um, when I compare that, though, against um, Cortana. either the Xbox One, uh, Cortana, or Siri, I think that, that that seems anecdotally better than any of those. Definitely so, better than the Xbox One. What I will say is she is, at least given my small sample size... Uh, her and Siri are in competition for the best voice interactions I've had. Yeah. And I use the I use Siri fairly regularly. I've been like basically any text message I've sent you that says anything more than K. Oh wait, really? Yeah, has been oh. transcribed by Siri perfectly. Yeah. Now I will say the um and I won't say Cortana, but the Microsoft voice stuff, um when I pass through on that, uh, which does happen sometimes what when I'm doing uh composing text messages, when I remember to use it because right. it's not super obvious. Um, the hit rate on that is probably like 90%. Like, it yeah. gets the right words usually. Um, it's other things when it, like trying to use commands and stuff that it tends to right. fail a little bit more. I, but the it, Xbox One uh, hooked up to the Kinect, which I don't understand because the Xbox One's supposed to have like some great 3D array microphones and all kinds of like high end listening devices. Um, and it is the, the failure rate on it is like, it seems like 50% in my household. Um, you know, and. and, and even for some of the really specific commands of Xbox on, which seems like the the one thing it should just get all the time, uh, you have to say it like three times. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I have to, it's more likely if I'm standing right in the center of the room and looking right at it and I say Xbox on, very nice and slow and methodical, then it'll get it. But other times it's just like, how, how, how are this, how's it not getting this? And then. The volume control is also, like, in our house, like, hey, the remote's... Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot. Xbox, volume up. Xbox, volume up. It just... It's frustrating. So that's something that I was actually really impressed with on the Echo, and I was a little... Like, I was unsure how it was going to work because, uh, like, there's, I think, two buttons on the top, a power button and an action button. Okay. So uh, how are you going to turn the volume up? Yeah. You just say, Alexa, volume 7. 
today, like my wife and kid and I were in the kitchen, like feeding the baby lunch or whatever. And I was like, Alexa, volume seven. She's like, okay. Well, I started playing seven. And then I was like, that's too loud. Can you turn it on? I'm like, Alexa, volume four. Immediately dropped the volume. Like I, I was doing stuff at the table. Like I was like rinsing stuff out in the sink and like she just did it right. It was yeah. pretty impressive. I, I really like that. No, I, I recognize, you know, the Xbox is actually controlling another device via IR blasting. So right. saying, you know, Xbox volume seven is going to be really hard to accomplish, but there are some, so, so well, they only give you up and down, but I would have liked if they had to try, I really like the ability to yeah. give it a number. And I think if they'd, uh, with, uh, with the echo, you have like zero through 10, I think. And that you just, you can either say uh, volume up or volume down if you want, but I found it's easier just to go volume seven, six, right. and five, you four. Just, you can say, hey, I know I know what seven sounds like, and you yeah. can go there instantly. Now, the thing that is kind of cool about the Echo that it, for years there's been one company that has nailed the little things that make you go, oh, that was super easy. Apple, right? Yeah. They normally do a good job of making it easy to get in the boxes, out of the boxes, uh, easy to kind of navigate around what you're doing, and you just kind of feel like you're getting a premium experience. Right now, the Echo also came with a remote. Strangely, it looks a lot like my Fire TV remote. It, Surprise! Yeah, the uh, remote also has a little talkie button on it, so you can press it. And you can talk into the remote, and it'll send your command to Alexa or to uh, the Echo if you happen to be further away or the speakers aren't working. Right, you have another option. The thing that I really liked about it, though is that the uh, remote came with a remote holder. Oh, the, you, does you, it charge? No, 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 it doesn't charge. charge. Oh. It just takes two uh, AAA batteries. Okay. But the holder is just like a little magnetic thing that you can stick on your fridge or your uh, oven okay. hood. And then the remote has a little uh, uh, magnet in it. So you just go... And it locks it right to the remote holder. That's kind of a nice design. I kind of yeah. like that, yeah. Especially if you're using, like, right now I've got the Echo in my uh, kitchen, right? Right. I suspect it's going to move very quickly to work for uh, music playing and stuff yeah. while I'm at work. But, I mean, day one, it's still cool and new and interesting, but I kind of want more than one. Yeah. So, uh, what was the cost of it? Uh, I got a special early version cost, which was 100 bucks. That's a great deal, really. Yeah, and... Because when if, if I just if if I just think of it as just a Bluetooth music player, yeah, that's those it. fucking things go for like 150 bucks easy. Yep, I think uh, the, and, and uh, you can't talk to them. No, the default price is 200 dollars, but uh, being okay. as it, I'm an Amazon nerd, and the minute they have a new device, except for the phone, I click buy. Yeah. So is it um, considered in beta at this point, or is it uh, is it full market it or? I think it's full market. Like, okay. I don't know if you can get it because they have limited supplies. They did. You remember back in the olden days when Google were the first people to go, oh, we've got this. So, hey, I don't know if you've heard, but, like, there's this Gmail thing. And if you know a guy that knows a guy, you can get in. Yes. Uh, they're still kind of in that phase. And I suspect it's because of uh, production. Okay. Right? It takes a so while to produce can you, devices. So, can you hook me up? Can I hook a brother yeah, up? Can you hook me up? Yeah. Can you get me one for 100 bucks? Uh, I'll send you a link. All right. Um, and if you don't want yours, I'll take it. No, uh, I, th- I think I kind of want one, actually. Uh, no, 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 I, no, no, I want I, yours. Like That's oh. what I'm saying. Oh, well, wait. If you send me one, maybe I can send you a uh, link. Yeah. Uh, when I actually, to, If you've got another, maybe, like, account hooked up on Amazon. So, you know. interestingly enough, when I went to purchase mine, like, because I got an email that said, you can buy it now. And I'm like, sweet. I dropped everything I was doing and literally went to the website. I was like, right. order, 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 motherfucker. Uh <laughs> 
the, I the kid's literally laying in a pool of like pudding and whatever. You yeah. happen to be like, oh, no, 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 no. It's like, you can eat later. Yeah, you'll be fine. Hang out. I got to go order some shit from Amazon. Um, I selected in the drop down like two is what I wanted to order. Ah, uh, it like, auto corrected it to one. It was like, no, you only get one. Yeah, we're sorry. You don't get two of these. <laughs> yeah, but no, and like even so, my Echo was supposed to get here last week. They missed. I, Something went wrong. I got an email from Amazon. I'm sure it told me in there what was going on. But uh, they were late. They gave me a $10 credit on my account to use to buy whatever the shit else I'm going to buy from Amazon. Yeah. Which I'm sure is already gone because my wife has bought some trash novels since uh, I got that. Nice. Yeah. Wives are awesome at wasting time on books. But, yeah, if you have the option, go out and buy an Amazon Echo. Like, seriously, it is pretty awesome. And... I kind of want one for home. I want a couple for home. Like, I you want, want them all through the house. I want them all through the house, honestly. Like, I want one on my nightstand because it does alarm clocks. So you can just say, hey, wake me up at 7 or 6 yeah. or 4 fucking 30 whenever I get up. Uh, I want one for the living room for playing music. Uh, I would not honestly be surprised if the next round of Amazon Fire TVs came with uh, the Echo style approach built in. Right. So that you could, like... Right now, it's a little speaker in the room, but imagine once the uh, Fire TV is connected up and you just walk in and you're like, hey, uh, start playing, uh, what's the show I've been watching? Parks and Rec. Okay. Uh, yeah. Play Parks and Rec, and you walk out of one room and into the next, and you can just get Parks and Rec playing there. Like, yeah. uh, it's Honestly, close. you know what would be awesome? I mean, the sound quality on it was great. Um, yeah, I, I was I, really impressed with I that. I kind of, I mean, if they could use it as a... Um, uh, multimedia device that handles both like acting as as basically your Fire TV and my soundbar and my MP3 player. Yep. That's just this thing that I set in my media center. That I kind of I would actually probably replace my current soundbar with one of those. I I, I don't know if the uh, you know not listening to it a whole bunch. I don't I, know if it'll replace my my bass and everything else. So but it sounded pretty fucking good. Yeah, like I would do that in a heartbeat right now, only because my soundbar doesn't work. Oh yeah, that's that's a problem. Yeah, we've been using TV speakers for the last X number of months. Oh, God. How are you dealing with that? Well, um, man, I've, I'm listening. Serious first world problem. Dude, you have no idea. I actually have to read dialogue because uh, my wife is of the opinion that if the baby is asleep, that a loud noise, and by a loud noise, I mean the shitty speakers on my TV above the level of four, which is slightly quieter than a duck farting five fucking <laughs> miles away. Uh, isn't the your, baby will wake up. Isn't your baby like upstairs, like the far side like, of the house, yeah, through a closed like, door? It's a long ways from there, and your house seems to have good sound quality. So I, yeah, I, yes. I wouldn't think that. Um, huh? Did you? Why don't you just do an experiment with the wife and be like, "Hey, you go stand up in that room, and then let me know when you hear the TV." And then when he, she comes down, it's on like set it like level super loud, and you'd be like, "Look, you couldn't even hear that." Just throwing that out there. There are times that science works, and there are times that science doesn't work. I see. Uh, baby so, conversations, science is nowhere connected. So this may be one of those things where uh, people, uh, when they believe something, even though when they're presented with the data, they may rail against it anyway. Yeah, and I, and I found just for uh, domestic bliss, there are some arguments that I need to let go. Right, right. I've been having some of those recently. Oh, wait, what's that? Uh, 
I believe that's the sound that means we're done. That does sound like our outro music. Yeah. So uh, thank you for coming. We appreciate you listening, and we hope to have more than nine viewers very soon. Yeah, and, uh, as well as a new podcast for, uh, on a different, like, with a new name and stuff. And we'll tell you about more about that later. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.